I'm John Moore, and this is Going Public. We're speaking with Leslie Washington about the Take Back the Night and also the 16 Days of Activism Against Gender-Based Violence. So welcome to our program. Hey, thank you for having me. Can you tell me about Take Back the Night? I know this is something that's uh, been going on for a while. This is an event that's that was organized nationally and internationally. Tell me about that movement in particular. Um, yeah, sure. Take Back the Night, um, it stands with people from all walks of life. Uh, one in three women worldwide experience some form of sexual violence or intimate partner violence. And one in six men experience sexual violence as well. And then two in three transgender people have been sexually assaulted. Um, people in the LGBTQIA plus community are more likely to experience uh, sexual violence. And then less than 50% of victims um, report these crimes once they happen to them. A lot of them basically kind of like go unnoticed and go unreported because they're, you know, embarrassed and ashamed and things like that. Do you know some history behind the uh, Take Back the Night movement and when did it start it's a global mission um they're also a 501c3 foundation to end sexual violence in all forms um take back the night is the oldest worldwide movement to stand against sexual violence in all forms take back the night began in the 1970s with the tribunal council meeting in belgium attended by 2,000 plus women representing 40 plus countries Our earliest activists protested the lack of safety for women where they're walking down the street alone at night. Um, In 1973, in the U.S., a group of women at the University of Southern Florida dressed in black sheets held broomsticks and marched through campus demanding a woman's center. In 1975, a large crowd in Philadelphia staged a Take Back the Night event to protest the murder of a microbiologist walking home after work. In the 70s, San Francisco had a number of rallies to protest of snuff pornography and violence against women. So it's just a long history of um, for Take Back the Night. And so it's important that we have this type of movement because it protects women and it, it, it protects against um, gender-based violence as well. So talk about uh, what happened here recently, um, last week, with the the Zanchans and the 16 Days of Activism Against Gender-Based Violence. A new event, something that hadn't happened before in Cape. Zanta, um, like I said, is an organization, and they stand um, for women's rights. They also advocate for equality, education, and to end um, child marriage and gender-based violence. Um, Zanta expands opportunities for women and girls through our international education programs and um, service projects. So they partnered with um, the Southeast Raza um, group on campus here at Southeast Missouri State University. And so they put on an event um, last Thursday evening it started in the UC, like in that little area, that little common-like area. And so we could make posters. People could make posters, you know, when they came in and stuff like that about Take Back the Night and gender-based violence and 
you know, and if the effect that it has on people. And we gathered there to make our signs, and then we went outside in front of um, the Kent Library portico, and we had like a little presentation. I was one of the speakers. Um, one of the ladies from Zanta, they spoke. A couple others spoke from Zanta. And then it was also a space for those that have been impacted by some sort of traumatic violence in their lifetimes to have a space where they could share their stories and not feel judged or embarrassed or ashamed. So it was a very good event, very nice turnout. And then after that little program, we took a walk from the Kent Library Portico down to... Um, Freedom Corner in Kappa Hall Park. Then they had set up the little orange pinwheels. So if you walk around campus and you see the orange flags on and ribbons on campus, and that's what that 16 days of activism, that's what that is. And that's the color that Zonta uses. As we know, it's also the color for gun violence as well in June. So, you know, they kind of go intertwinely, you know, related. I see. So this was the first time that that Cape had uh, organized something like that, the Take Back the Night and the uh, the March Against uh, or 16 Days of Activism. Uh, what I'm sure you're looking ahead to some other events next year. Mm-hmm. Um, any any events planned earlier in the year in 2024? Um, not to my knowledge, but um, you know, I do the things with the gun violence. Survivor Week is coming up in February. That's the first week in February, from the first to the seventh, and those are gonna be pertaining to the survivors who have been impacted by gun violence and things like that. So we honor survivors by with action by amplifying their voices on moments that survive and then all of your um, social media platforms and things like that. So, and this is kind of like the same thing, kind of like, you know, we can amplify the voices of survivors or victims who have been impacted by gender-based violence because we know it happens all too often in the transgender community. A lot of people of that our community are impacted and affected So just we can amplify voices. We can support victims. You know, this is I'm a non-judgmental type of person. So if you come to me, you know, and share your story, I'm not going to judge you because I've kind of been impacted by, you know, college trauma and stuff like that. I really don't talk about. But um, I had an incident where I was on campus at Dillard University and I was attacked almost. You know, I met this guy and we went back to his house, you know, things of that. Then his brother tried to come in and try to attack me and things like that. So I don't really talk about that, but... That's one of the things. And then I've had other issues with traumatic experiences. Like I had another cousin who attacked me, my senior prom and things like that. So but we just have to support each other and we have to use our voices for those that are impacted by these types of violence, violent crimes, these heinous crimes, because a lot of times it ends up in in murder So it's just we have to support each other. We have to help each other get through these things. You know, we 
because trauma, like I said, it wreaks havoc on your body. It, you know, gives you migraines, a lot of health issues, stomach issues and things like that. Yeah. And unfortunately, during the holidays, uh, domestic violence also is a lot more prevalent. Yes. Is there a, a way, a contact, a safe text line that someone can can use during the holidays if they are experiencing a domestic partner violence? Um, yes, they have the 1-800 hotline. That hotline is 1-800-799-7233. And then SMS text, you text START, S-T-A-R-T, to 88788. And then also you can call the hotline at for Safe House of Southeast Missouri, and you can call their online number 24 hours a day. And I tell people that domestic violence is not just the physical, it's the mental, the verbal, the spiritual, the financial, it's the digital stalking, it's all of that. So we just have to be aware. If you see someone who doesn't, I wouldn't say not look normal, but if they kind of have like stopped doing the things that they enjoy doing or if you see a lot of makeup around their faces and long sleeve clothes and things of that nature, then they may be going through crises. So just kind of gently pull them to the side and gently talk to them and see maybe if you can offer some help. A lot of times victims are embarrassed or ashamed or they're afraid of being judged, basically. Well, thank you for that information. And once again, we've been speaking with Leslie Washington about the past Take Back the Night event and also the 16 Days of Activism Against Gender-Based Violence. Once again, thanks for speaking with us. Thank you for having me.